ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 18 of the Blackout Theory. As always, this is your boy L's in the building. Your boy Fake still here for another 18. Let's go. 18, 18 in the clip. They shoot at 18 at you. That's a lot. Then you did something wrong. That's for sure. But we're doing everything we can right for giving you guys 18. Hopefully we get to 18 more on top of that. Right, Fix? Bucket shots, bucket shots, blackout of theory podcast. Thanks for listening again for another week. Thank you for coming every week, man. I appreciate it. Fix appreciate it. And I hope that, that you guys just keep coming and, and sharing this time with us, man. So episode number 18, man. Episode 18, Fix. It's a lot in store, a lot in store, a lot of ha- a lot of things happen this week, man. A lot of shenanigans, a lot of uprising. But we're gonna get all into it. But we're and, here and for, for, the, the, for the shenanigans. Definitely. And for those of you guys that um that that like that tune, man, that, that was uh that was a Stormzy flavor right there. That's 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 right there, figures. That's your man's right there. That's, that's the grime. That's the London English uh nasty rap out there, man. It's interesting. Definitely. It's it's good to get some different kind of hip hop, something that you don't get every every day. If you get a chance to listen to some French hip hop, that's you know, it sounds crazy. You're not gonna know everything that they're saying. However, the beats are hot. You can tell that the whole flow is different. It's something you're not gonna listen to every day, but once in a blue, it's something nice to get you off course, you know. Definitely. And if you ever find yourself in one of one of those parts in the world and you hear somebody talking a little crazy, you might know what they saying and that might save your life because you listen right. to this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, this guy just said he was going to he was about to, you know, steal my purse right now. What's going on? You turn around. Hey, guy, no, I listen to Stormzy. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Not fact so fast. You, the fact that you have to uh, clench on your on your purse as a man's. I don't know, man. Bro, gotta... now remember, men have purses now. They got the man purse now. That's that's the clout bag, remember? That's true. That's true. Now you also got the fanny packs too coming back and coming back in action, going over the shoulder now. So it's easy. Yeah, not to mention that the fanny pack was originally like part of like creepwear. It was creepwear. Like I think it was creepwear? Yeah, it was creepwear. Like that was the category I'd put it in. Like if you came out of school. You're like 12 years old. There's a guy just there with a fanny pack on shorts, just looking at you guys coming out. No one's dad, but he's old enough to be one of you guys. Dad He's a creep. And he, got, he got mad candy in that fanny pack. He's a creep. Yeah. He's like, you know, you, I got nailators. I got all of them. I got the I got the cigarettes with the Spider-Man cigarette pack. I got all of it. You know, <laughs> you like you like you, you like sunflower seeds. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Welcome to but, episode 18, where we talk about creep shit in the first five minutes. This is what we're that's, doing. That's today. how it is. This is that but, energy beyond. But the fanny pack is the fanny pack is like a, another Swiss army thing, you know? It's like a Swiss army knife, as in, like, it's good for moms. It's good for dads that got their hands full, you know? You never know. You know, sometimes you need a place for your passport, your money, you know? Uh, I mean, you know. I respect the, the fanny pack to the side a little bit, though. Like, if you swag it. Like the I'll rock, res- the way the rock had it? Yeah. Sound like that has to be a little swagged out, like the hat a little bit. Like the hat can the hat can go the hat could be a really bad hat, but in the right position it could look good in the head. Pause. Yep. Yep. It's all about looking me? good in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. A lot of big things happening this week, Figs. Facts. A lot of big things. We got straight to the dome piece. We had a nice little 
crazy, crazy news and like I said, uprising over here. We got uh Robin Hood and all its and all its uh band, you know, band of thieves out here, you know, trying to keep the poor people poor. Get ready. I'm, I'm time, trying man. to give you guys like a good 15 minutes of podcast before I just before I, I, I say it's morphing time. It's, it's morphing time. It's it's stock time. Stock time. You gotta give you a superhero name, yo. What do you mean? Well, I, I don't know, man. I, usually superhero names, something weird comes from that. So I, I'm not too excited about that. I don't have a good a good history with uh with nicknames. For some reason, it, it always involves something that is uh or someone that is not too uh vert- vertically uh gifted, so usually vertically challenged. Okay. And and something doing to having to do with uh being a little bit overweight. So I, I don't know how to think about that. <laughs> this dude said a little bit overweight. Yeah, what about else L stock? Come on, L stock, but else stock. Ooh, let's see. Let's see. Let's let the people decide, right? Let's let the people decide. You guys hit us up. And and what what's going what's this the I'm the fake Kramer out here. Whatever <laughs> you want to call me, it's cool. Um, but before we start, bro. We always got to start here with me and you. How was your week, bro? Week was my week was good, man. I've been, you know, locked up in the house for the last two days. But overall, man, it was productive. There's some moving for my godfather, which is nice. A little bit of a getaway, you know, even though if it was, we went to Massachusetts and stuff. But it was it was it's been a good week. I can't complain, man. I'm still above six feet. There's nothing else I can complain about, man. How was your week, man? My week. My week's been interesting, man. Um, I don't know. I feel like time's been flying by, but these last few days haven't been flying by that well. So it's kind of like time is slowing up. Maybe I'm I'm finally getting the 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 corona being in your home like jitters where you're like, man, it's snowing outside. There's nothing to do. But I try to keep myself active, you know. Um definitely been hitting the sticks that call of duty. Yeah, oh, that thing, you know, Call of Duty will keep you warm at night. You know, you, or during the day or in the morning, depending on what, what, what kind of day you're having. But I will say this. Now that I'm a little older, man, these kids, they don't play no games, man. Like, they, I, for those of you who aren't gamers, in Call of Duty, when you die, you, you get to do something that's called respawning. And you just come back to, right to life right away, pretty much. Listen, the, every time I come back to life, these kids just kill me, right? It's like... I'm, I don't even have a chance. Animals. Straight Call of Duty up. animals. Savagery. I hate you guys. I hate playing against you guys. When you guys shoot me as fast as I think about shooting you, like, and we saw each other at the same time, you've been playing this game too much. I think, I, I think I've been playing the game too much because I've, I've, I have always judged little kids when they try to slam a control, a controller, mm-hmm. and... Like, I find myself being like, if I didn't have a, a, a little bit more, of, if I had a little bit less of self-control, I'd be throwing this thing right now. <laughs> Fuck, mom. Punching walls and shit. Yep. That's a crazy part when you're getting your ass whooped, and it's like a nine-year-old. And you can tell by the voice. Oh, that's why oh, I try man. to not put the headphones on. I save myself that type of stress. You know, like, that's I'm just like, worst. I try to imagine that the guy who's just killing me is like a straight up, like, the highest level of Marine there is. Like I try to imagine he's, he's, he's somewhere on active duty 
he's you know he's he has a little alone time he's like let me throw on call of duty and he's you know what i'm like he deserves it because yeah, if well, i it, it would break my heart if i knew that it was just a little kid busting my ass while he was eating his microwavable mac and cheese facts max from <laughs> minnesota you know yeah busting that ass you know and it's true you got to think of it like i'm getting i'm literally out here playing like tom you know uh ethan hunt you know yeah because for it to feel a little bit better because it, in reality you you're playing against like these 12 year olds and it lets you realize that if me and this 12 year old were to like really have to like if they was to throw us in a building and say like whoever finds each other first with a real gun has to shoot the other person it makes me wonder if I'm going to be the guy who's going to find him first. Cause this kid's been training his whole life for that moment. He has, he has instincts. He has like, yeah. Like he, cleanliness would like, like he's looking out for steps, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's doing he's, a lot. He might be, he might be looking going through corners. Cause he's going to use everything from the video game in real life. Meanwhile, I've been trying to like pay my bills and do shit like that. I'm not equipped for none of that. <laughs> that's a that's that's a fair assessment right there <laughs> i'm not equipped for none of that man i don't got time for this, I'm this, not dude, equipped. this dude. it goes back to our conversation when we were talking about the boxing with nate robinson and everything when he got knocked out it's like man everybody wants to think they're a tough guy everybody wants to think that they're, they're you know john claude van damme but listen listen Unless you go in now, if you put me with another guy who's been out the league for that long, like myself, you know, then then I got I'm like, look, man, I believe in myself. But come on, man. No one out here is like, yo, you know who I who I saw at the batting cage and I and I fucking just destroyed him. Trout. That's why I saw like <laughs> that doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. Definitely, man. So Trout yeah. has to be washed up for that. But. He would have you would have to catch like grandpa trout. Yeah. <laughs> like his son is playing in the league trout. Bro, let me ask you this question, man. And I'm and I want everybody who's listening to this. This podcast is going to be a little different because we're, I'm going to ask a, a couple of questions here that I, I want everybody to, to really think about. And that's and I'm going to ask you, I want I, I'm wondering what your answer is going to be, right? If, if you, for example, let's say you're in business with me, right? Or we just have anything where you, for whatever type of like service, let's say I'm a dog walker. I walk your dog, right? Mm -hmm. So I go, I walk your dog. You pay me whatever it is to, to, to walk your dog. And all of a sudden I go, you know what? Um, I'm not going to walk your dog anymore at 10 o'clock at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to show up at 10 o'clock at night. How would you feel about that? What would you do? <laughs> I'll be so tight, but yo, I don't need you right now. I'm home. What do you mean? You're just going to show up at 10 PM. Cause why, why, what's, what's the, what's the reasoning behind this? Like, it's not about And, and also you guys had a deal, right? You trusted this dog walker. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, I might as well find somebody who can be here at 10 AM. Right. So, so just, the, just, just to put that in perspective, I wanted to get it out in a, in a very uh, normal way. When I say that, that as investors, we were fucking tight this week mm. because we made an agreement with a 
specific exchange, right? Whoever has Robinhood made an agreement. So I, I have Robinhood. Um, I used it as a, uh, I, I have a spare change project going on where I want to see from, from the year that I started to the year that I finished, if I were to put minimal, minimal deposits, basically like spare change, you know, weekends over, I don't need any cash for the week. Um, I'm going in, I'm going in my pockets on a Sunday night and I'm saying, how much do I have here? That's just spare change. And then I'm depositing that into that account on a weekly basis. So it could be $50, it could be 20, it could be 15, it could be 45, 80. It could be $150. Cause that's just my disposable income, whatever that is. So, but it also has to be minimal. Just if I went to the bank that day, that doesn't mean that I can now just be like, Hey, whatever, you know? So, through this account, um, I also have E-Trade for those of you that might want to know what what account. Uh, Fidelity is great. Um, I also have TD. Um, thinking about opening, man, I, I open up as many as I want. I don't care. But, <laughs> you know, uh, Cash, well, up is, Cash App is a great way to start. Um, also, a lot of people don't know in your Cash App. You could go into Cash App and they have fractional shares. You don't have to do anything extra. You just have to follow the steps there in your app and go to where it says stocks and, and begin your journey. You could begin it with a dollar. That's the great thing about Cash App. You don't have to uh, start with $100, $400. You could begin, and it's fractional shares. That means that Apple's at $134, $35, $36. That means you can, I, no, I think they're at 134 today, but um, hopefully they make that push. But you can go and buy $10 worth of Apple. That's what you could afford right now. But you're going to and you're going to be moving and you're going to see the game and you're going to be like, wait, I put ten dollars in Apple, but then I put ten dollars in this other tech company. And now I have sixteen dollars. I'm going to put more money towards that company because I'm seeing more growth from that company. So it's a good way to start. Robinhood this week. Was the first of many, but was the first to stop trades on the GameStop trade. I'm not going to go in on what the GameStop trade was for you guys due to the fact that it was all over the news. It, there's been memes. If you follow me on the gram, I've been busy with that thing. Um, so you guys, you guys should know what it is for those that you don't, for those of you who don't know what it is, I'll give you a, a brief synopsis, which pretty much is that uh, these hedge funds, these big companies, a lot of times what they do is they, the way they make their money is they'll see a vulnerable, let's say, company like a GameStop, right? And say, you know what? We can control this thing. We can put shorts on this. And shorts is when you short a company, when you're saying that they're going to go down, their stock's going to go down. And because you made that bet, now you get paid when it goes down because it's a bet. You're just making a bet that that company is going to go down. And the more it goes down, the more money you make. So a group of investors have 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 seen this with multiple of these classic companies that they've done this to. You know, when you hear like, you know, old names, old, uh, you know, when you hear like a company like Radio Shack or whatever, you know, these are companies that that we used to see and they're no longer around. So that's what they wanted to do to companies like GameStop. That's what they want to do to, to, to BlackBerry. That's what they want to do to a Nokia. Even though Nokia, we'll talk about that in a later episode, it's, not, it's, it's, pretty, it's doing pretty much uh, 
no longer, sorry, it's no longer doing cell phones. It's pretty much doing more like technology and still cell phone related, but it's not so much on the hardware, most on the tech side of it. So, you know, I could see them, you know, being a good uh, stock in the, if they get more funding, actually, they don't even need more funding, but if they get more volume, they, I can see them being more of a long play, but they're taking all these companies, they're taking all these small names, right? And they and AMC and the movie theaters, they see they're vulnerable. They, they see that they, they need funding in the moment. And you know what they do? They short it. So they go, we're going to kill that. And we're going we're gonna to kill that classic company. And we're going to make money off of it. So the small investor goes, you know what? And they don't care about the shares of the people who, ha- who have bought shares in that company. They just do whatever they want. So a group of small investors, they got together and said, you know what? They have a Reddit. We're on this Reddit and we're tired of seeing hedge funds do this. We're going to drive the price up of GameStop. And they got it from pretty much being a a stock that wouldn't push $10, okay, a month and a half ago to 400 and I think a high of $440. Unreal. A high of $440, okay? So this broke the system pretty much. What did Robinhood do? They said, "Look, we're gonna stop you guys from being able to sell, to from being able to buy shares. What keeps prices of stocks up is the more people that are buying the shares. It's popular. There's volume. There's there's more buying than selling. So there's less amount of shares that are available to the general public because so many people are buying at the same time. That makes the it drives the price up, right? So more demand. The more demand there is." And the less product there, are, there is in the street, the higher that um, product is going to be worth. So that's all they're doing here. So when you see that there, everyone's buying, buying, buying GameStop, and you're like, oh, but GameStop's not going to be here in a year. Who cares? What they're doing is they're saying, fuck the establishment. They're saying, we're tired of you guys making the rules. We, can make, we, could, we could get together as a people and we could drive up a stock to $440 and have 14-year-olds be, becoming millionaires. You saw those articles, right? Yep. Somebody said if you, if you put in $1,000 in, in GameStop, you can, you know, your worth is something like, like in the million or something like that. No. Is that GameStop or Tesla? Anyways, forget it. Me. It probably was... Uh, there was a report of this guy who, who bought Tesla when it was at $7. Just to put that in perspective, Tesla is trading at 800 and change right now. I think it was at 800 and maybe 40 or 850, 60 around there today. Um, but it is a volatile stock sometimes. But just to put that in perspective, think about that. You know, him making 10 times his thousand dollars would have been GameStop going to 70. It's at 800 and change. So those type of people are when you those are those are the type of benefits you get with when you hold. But what I really want to get to you guys, to the listeners here, is that when GameStop decided to say um, not GameStop, sorry, Robinhood decided to say we're going to stop. We're going to stop the the retail investors, you and me who are at home listening from buying this because they can make too much money on it. And then that's going to hurt the big hedge funds that pay us. So they did a selfish move 
which is illegal. So that's why there's a lawsuit now behind this. So this, all of this, it's in the news and this hype and everything, but it's a big war of, of small investor versus the big hedge fund. And then the exchange who's called Robin hood, right? But you're robbing from the hood. Like, let's keep it a stack because you're taking it from our pocket. I personally lost, I personally lost some money on that, you know, um, just because they weren't letting us, they weren't letting enough people buy that drove up, that drove down the price number one. So you didn't let us do what we wanted to do from the point of, of making money, but also their system was, they were purposely shutting down since you can't buy, right? Since you're limiting buys, that means it's harder for you to, for, for investors to sell. So what happens since no, since they're limiting buying, if I have shares and I made profits, but now no one can buy when you can't buy the price goes down. So now I'm losing money and I can't sell it to anybody because you're limiting the amount of people who can buy it from me. So well, they all of that to save the, the rich man, all of that to save the rich man. So, but if they would have did it to everybody and the price falls and no one's able to buy, whatever we we try to ride the wave it is what it is now as a, as a person who used robin hood what's your next course of action do you continue well, the, the, do you move on the positive part about this is that i already have accounts with other exchanges right so i just had thankfully um it didn't really affect my 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 actual portfolios because since this portfolio as I stated, was just a uh, it's it's a spare change program that I that I'm trying to figure out so that I can bring out to to people that are my friends and family and say, hey, look, you I got these results doing this. If you invest in these companies or if you invest in companies that are like this or are having growth like this at this rate with this type of spare change, this is the return I got in a year or whatever. So I, I'm trying to test it out myself before I go telling people that it works. But you guys, you guys will be the first to know. But all I'm going to do is guess what? I'll, I'll open up another, uh, say, I'll open up a Fidelity or whatever. One of these big uh, trusted front, um, the, the same companies that, that are really have, you know, have uh, money in the game, as they say. And we and they've been doing this since before we were born, you know, and I'll go to them. Fair enough. Well, do you that's, see anything? And, and, and sorry to interrupt, but that's a good thing. Listen, if you if you want to get off of Robinhood, you do not have to sell. Do not sell your shares. Don't do that. People might think like, oh, I'm on Robinhood and I have these shares or whatever. But and maybe it's not a lot of money. Let's say you don't have a lot of money. and You're like, fuck it. I'll just sell it. No, there's no need to sell it. Why would you sell? You're selling your time, all the time you put into buy, to waiting for the low price to buy, and all of this. You're just selling it and saying, "Fuck it." Why to go? You think you're gonna get the same? The same, if you were buying shares of a company at five dollars and that company is now worth fifteen dollars, and you sell, guess what? When you go into the other account, you gotta now buy again at fifteen dollars. Who wants that? You just had a bunch of shares at five, so don't sell. You they, there's there's ways Google YouTube they're your best friends. I have whatever the exchange is. If you use Cash App, if you use Robinhood, I have these. I how do I transfer in the 
they'll show you and you just transfer it to what I, oh, then you got to go and open an account with another exchange, uh, another brokerage or TD Ameritrade or, or Fidelity or E-Trade, whatever, Charles Schwab, and you go and you open one there and that's it. The only thing they'll do is ask you for the information and you put the information in and, and like, I think it's like three to five business days, your, your situation will be good. So don't sell. I, one time I was beginning and, and I was um, on Cash App and I was on these things because it was just easy for me. And I was on Robinhood in the very, very beginning. And I sold a lot of my shares on the Cash App because I, um, because I didn't know any better. I, I was just like, well, how the hell am I going to move this to the here? not not knowing you know so don't do that thankfully at that point i i only had been in the game for like two months but still man it's my two months you know gotcha gotcha let me ask you a question do you feel like there's any anything positive that came out of this whole situation um well this whole mess that was you know what happened last uh, this last week i do think it's very positive it shows the market that the uh that the uh the new investor is something to, to deal with. We're educated. We're not, we're not these guys that we're not the old school guys that had to call somebody on their phone and say, Hey, I want to buy up these, however many shares. And that person had to do, no, we do it all ourselves and we do it from our phones. We're not waiting for seeing we're we're not waiting for MSNBC or CNN or any of these places to, for it to be on the media and say, Oh, big news this this thing dropped however many points and calling it in now we're walking around with our apps open like when can i sell when can i buy we're on it and we get the same news as you do we could get the same subscriptions we could do everything the same research that you can and guess what we're younger so and we have more time a lot of times than a older person does so we do more of our homework and i and that scared them they didn't know they didn't see that coming that wave Cause that's the thing. Remember for a long time, if you put on MSNBC, all they've been talking about is the millennial investor. And all they've been talking about is how uh, Robin Hooders, Robin Hooders, when they say Robin Hooders, just because you have a TD account or you have an E-Trade account, don't think that they're not talking about you too. They're talking about you too. When they talk, say Robin Hooders, what they're saying is young people as they put it in an article that they put out the other in an article in a video on of uh, that they put out where this individual, I don't even know what his name is. He's on one of those stock shows. And he said that the millennials and the quote unquote YOLO community, that's what they called the young investors, right? The Robin Hooders shouldn't even be allowed in the game. They didn't, they, they were so angry about the fact that they, that these people revolted and did that. So it shows you they don't want you in the game to begin with. So it's a it's I think this was that um not for nothing, man. It's fucked up to say it, but this this was that moment where where the investors breached the the capital, you know. Yeah, people people don't like change. Some people do not like change, and they said, hey, at the end of the day, like this is for us and not for you guys. And in some ways, I, I think the positive, the most positive things that it woke people up that are, you know, are a little bit on the fence on investing and, or don't believe in investing because it opens your eyes to see that like, yo, you can make money off of it. 
you can make really good money off of it if you put your mind into it. And like just like those hedge fund guys do, they 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 sit in a circle, they text each other and ha ha ha, this is what we're going to do. At the end of the day, like we could all do that and, you know, do it for ourselves. So I think that's one of the positive, the most positive thing that, that that came out of this was the fact that people can actually see the results. The results are there. And hopefully this is like we can make some changes in the Wall Street. Wall Street is evil, man. Fam, they don't like the fact that we can do this now. They don't like it. They hate it. They don't want us to be in it. They, they, they're scared of it. They, they for so long they've been having their steak lunches and and getting driven to work and and people look at them like if if they do something that that is out of this world oh you're 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 a trader you you do this you do that at the stock oh okay oh wow you guys could do it too you guys get it you guys have apps you guys have phones go to stockcharts.com I'll give it to you guys right now Look up a chart. See what it's doing. Look at the moving averages. If you don't know what I'm saying, Google it. If you really care. You could do all of this. If you see a stock is going down, you could put an option. Oh, I'm going to ride the wave. It's going down. Put an option to short it. Do what you can afford. Test it out. And before you know it, a few YouTube videos, do whatever you want. Ask questions to people that you, that you could hit me up. You go ahead, fix up. We'll, we'll try to help you out. Before you know it, you're like, oh, shit, I understand this. And once you start understanding something, that's when it's dangerous. Because now, you know, once you know how to play ball a little bit, it's different. Because now you get to work on your moves. Before, you couldn't work on your moves because you didn't even know how to play. Gotcha. And, and in this situation, why do you think stock, like, you know, veterans, uh, what do you say, like professional stock traders or, you know, investors, um, why are they upset about, you know, people just, in, you know, investing now? What's 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 wrong with that? They're upset because they don't they, they want to be the only ones to eat. They're upset oh. because because now um, before the, the general, the general, the average consumer, the average investor, the regular Joe would see what what they said in The New York Times or they would see what they said on the news and they would go and they would call whoever their, their broker was and say, listen, sell here, do this, do that based on the news. But we all know, know the news is fed to us. So we've been just doing what they programming us to do, you know? So then you got these young dudes that say, they said, fuck the news. Listen, guys, I don't look at the news unless the news is saying that a company received funding or if the news is saying that that they missed their earnings like that by a lot of money i don't i don't care these com- no one's going to stop buying apple apple's always going to be on top fam it came out on the news do you remember when they had the the the, the report that in the factory i think people were like f- throwing themselves out the window so they put nets like connecting buildings to like catch them this was years ago. Nah, I never heard of this. Nah. 
but that's and that might be fake news. I may have just made that up. I don't know. Hey, yo, what do you do for lunch? I don't know. I mean, depending on the market, I could be throwing myself out the window. No, but I'm saying like the factory workers over there in China and, and like that make the actual put the iPhones together and do all of that, that like they were working so long hours that was so long that they were like, you know, going crazy. And they were just a lot of them was just being like, fuck it. That's what they was trying to say. I think it was fake news. It may be real news, but there was then, you know, now I don't know what it was. You got me, you got me uh, thinking about it twice, you know, but I think I do remember saying, seeing in a report that they were, the people were throwing themselves out the window. So they decided to put nets because they was like, yo, we'll just catch you. You go right back to work. Yo, that's crazy. That's one <laughs> hell of a job, yo. That's, that's a, that's, I hate my job to a whole nother level. It's like, I hate my job so much. It's like being dead is better. Bro, but but peep game because Apple Apple ain't say nothing. They was just like, "Yo, we just gonna bu- we gonna put a little a little uh, bouncy house down here, and y'all just oh gonna bounce God. right off this shit." <laughs> you know, take a two week vacation, come right back. But lot, but God. you know, whenever that happened or whatever the basically what I'm trying to say is, and I came with this example from Apple, but basically what I'm trying to say is that. It doesn't matter what happens in a company. It doesn't matter what happens in the NFL. You still watch football. And remember, a few years ago, none of y'all watched football, remember? But y'all going to watch to see who, who wins, right? Tom Brady, Mahomes, right? The new phenom versus the old, the old GOAT, right? But a couple years ago, nobody watched football. No one cared. A lot of y'all forgot about that. So the same way that y'all forgot about that, people forget about the news in, in, in stocks. Is it a good company or not? What are the numbers? Show me the numbers. How much were their earnings? What is their mar- What is their uh, market cap? How, that means how much money they have. If you if you look at a stock and they got billions, and then you go look at their debt and the AI, like Apple, it's a good company. Put five years. Hit the five-year mark. If you see that the shit just goes up, then what are you thinking about? But a lot of y'all investing in companies that look crazy. It looks like a person's signature. It's fucking up and down and, and the script is everywhere. Something also got to say when you invest, yeah, the idea is to leave it. Well, that's the thing, right? And thank you for bringing that up. There's a difference between investing and trading. You want to trade? You want to trade? I'll show you some trades. Swing trades. Buy something for a dollar, sell it at 10, put in put in a hundred dollars. Now I just made a rack. No problem. But you have don't confuse that with investing. Investing is long term, and you don't want to play with your long-term money with a trade. That that's is a difference. Long term. So you you put your money in, in in your ETFs, you put your money in your in your blue chip stocks, you know, you put in your money in if it's tech. You're going to put it in a, you know, in an Apple, in a Netflix. Well, maybe some people don't like Netflix, but Netflix is doing its thing. You know, you're going to put it in an Amazon. If you go for it's three racks for one Amazon. So remember that too. Mm-hmm. And if you, and if you got the money, Tesla seems to be unstoppable, unpenetrable, un, you know, dominant in the stock market. And definitely in your boy, Elon, my man, I was just looking at the graph. I was just looking at the graph, right? I want you to take a guess. How much was Tesla stock 
when when two months ago? I'm gonna say four hundred. But that's because you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, like four or five hundred. Two months ago was uh, where were we? Damn, it's already December. Two months ago, think about that. Nuts. Well, actually, there were at five five sixty seven. Okay. Five eighty four actually, December first. Five eighty four, but they're at. But think about that. Five eighty four, but they're at eight seventy eight. They 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 went. They're at eight seventy eight today. What other stock has moved three hundred dollars up in two like, months? That's nuts. That's insane. Just to put that into more perspective. Last in in last April, right? Tesla. Last April, I'm looking at Tesla at $145 a share. Obviously, this is before the split numbers, so that gets timesed into whatever the the it was, but it doesn't matter because the split happened and that's what the numbers are. So um, but you know, even even after split numbers, like again, we're saying it it's it's a it's stuff that that you don't think about, but then you look at these percentages. I was looking at these companies today, and you look at their percentages in a year, and you go, okay, and it's like, oh, this company's up eight hundred percent from one year from today. Yo, you know what is eight hundred percent? You late to the ball. You late to the to the party, man. Eight hundred percent. Imagine if if I gave you you gave me a dollar and I was like, yo, I'm I got you, I'm gonna bring you back eight hundred percent. What would that even be? I'm assuming it's eight dollars. <laughs> it's one hell of a margin though. No, for but for but uh, but for sure. You get what I'm saying? So like again, we always yeah. gonna and the news here, we're not gonna, you know, keep you know, I know I can go on for days with the stock market stuff, but the news here is not that GameStop went up and down. That everybody knows that if if you if you didn't make money when it was going up, please don't think that, oh, like do some homework. This thing is what they call a pump and dump. They pumped it, but for a reason, and they weren't trying to dump it, but everyone knew eventually you know, they weren't going to be able to keep it up that way. And it went, did go down. Let's see if the people could get it back up. Cause I don't think this thing is over at least not, you know, not so much for GameStop, but I don't think that they're just going to stop doing this because a lot of people don't know that the, the, the same people that did this are the same, are the people driving up the price for uh, the doggy coin for the Dodge coin. So that went up um, a lot as well. And everybody was all of a sudden, and that's the thing, people, when you hear like your mom or you hear like your, I don't know, I guess your barber, like, yo, you know about this cryptocurrency? Yo, you know about this stock? That's when you know it's time to sell. I know it doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't seem that way, but that's when it's time to sell. That's the time that you take your profit and you go, because once this thing gets so hot that everyone's buying, there's going to be nowhere to go but down. 
and and that's eventually what's happening to some people so yeah take the rides up but be careful there's always a come down so just try to try your best to keep your eye on that you know but um but yeah man robin hood man they 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 did some crazy stuff this week and um and hopefully it fixes I, that doesn't make me against robin hood i i did feel like fuck robin hood but you know what robin hood does have a, a great um they they do things in a very simple way so people who just started beginning they're brand new investors their their interface is amazing so i mean hopefully they can just get with the fucking program man Nah, or maybe off, people I'm just Robin Hood. maybe people just realize i mean eventually every other brokerage and exchange fucking um went off too so there's something to say about that but they looking ugly because the name is robin hood you know yeah exactly like robin hood is is supposed to be simple for people like us or not like us but like you know the regular people the average people the people who aren't who aren't like economics you know majors and and financial advisors it's supposed to be here for <laughs> us. They say I have a hundred dollars now. That's all I have to invest, or I can invest. And with that hundred dollars, I want to buy a piece of the cake of Tesla. You can do that. They're supposed to be here for us. And when the time it was, you know, for the time at the time that it was for them to be there for us, they weren't there for us. They took the payout or whatever deals they took with the hedge funds. Um, so honestly, Robin Hood. Yo, y'all can go kick rocks, but shout out to my boy Steve Cohen because he lost two billion. So hold that, you douchebag. Two billion. So we had, and he's having. I thought I was having a bad two days, right? And it and it's not Wall Street related people. Just had, just you know, your days get filled up, filled up. Sometimes it, 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 things happen, and it just get busy. So you know, when I don't have my time, it's like man, my time. But raw. This guy had to deal with the hammer situation last week and it's all, and now he lost 2 billion. So he lost the GM because of a hammer and then he lost <laughs> 2 billion because of all of this. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's stressed. And he's, I mean, I mean, he's not really stressed. If you think about it, he has like 14 or 12 other more billion to go. Like this guy's loaded, but that still hurts. That's a big dent in, you know, in a hedge fund. Uh, but you know, honestly, to me, to me, in this whole situation, they they got what they deserve. You wanted to take, <laughs> you wanted to take down a company, yeah, bro. There you go. Like I love the fact that the people spoke up and they was just like, you know what, f this. Like we're gonna take it. You know, and, and I think that, it's gonna change. And you know what? One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to GameStop, you know what? Good for GameStop. You know why good for GameStop? Because number one, they get they 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 stock they're getting bread off of this regardless. You know, like I don't think that they're even though they're saying the stock is gonna go back down, I don't see it going even close to what it was when this started. You know, it's still gonna be better than it was for GameStop at the end of the day. And and, and you know, right now they're in the pandemic, they probably need it. So good for them. But also big ups on GameStop because they created like this uh this aura of like of like a safe place for for kids right where like you go and you buy your game and you trade in your games and you do like kids always were going to GameStop like it was right. just natural and and think about it throughout the years you never heard about nothing crazy happening in the GameStop it was like a safe haven like yeah, yo it was You're I'm right. just trying to come in buy my games look at games that maybe I want maybe I'm gonna play on the new system that that you know I'm gonna do 
uh, uh, I'm just try it when they have the system there for people to just try it out, you know? So a lot of these dudes, if you think about it now, they're, they're in their twenties and they're in their thirties and they're like, Oh, you're trying to fuck over my, my store. Mm -hmm. You're trying to fuck over the store. My childhood dreams, my memories. Fuck that. No, think about it. They just did it to Toys R Us a few years ago. Yeah. You know, so now they're like, yo, you did Toys R Us and now you're trying to do GameStop pretty soon. There's going to be nothing. So they're like, fuck that. You know, so it's like cool to see that, too, from that point of view. Yo, Wall Street's a big piece of shit, man. And honestly, I'm glad that that they got a little bit of a lesson. They deserve it for for instance. And honestly, like they're always getting bailed out. And it's like, you know, the average consumer, the average person doesn't get bailed out when they make a wrong investment. Exactly. I think that's the bullshit about it, too. It's like. Why are we protecting people? I mean, obviously, the money that comes power, but in some ways, like, fam, like that money isn't getting taxed. All you know, all that money is not for the people. And it's like, yo, and it's, I get it. People are gonna make their money, and I'm all about capitalism. But yo, this 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 shows, man, that sometimes just just make your money without any 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 intention. Just make your investment as a as a game fair, and, and everybody has the same chance to make fair. the same amount of money. You're right. And even if you don't want to be fair, just to piggyback on that, even if you don't want to be fair, then the playing field has to be the same. And that was the problem. That's the issue people here. Well, not people here. That's the issue here, people, you know, like the because if we don't make the the playing equal playing field, then that that's when we get these issues. For example, they stopped the retail. They stopped us from buying. They didn't stop the hedge funds from buying and selling. And that's the issue. Right. If exactly. they would have stopped everybody from buying and selling, no one would have said shit. Cause it's like, I had nobody making money, people losing money. It's just, everybody's fucked. But since it was like, nah, they said, and the excuse they gave was that they were allowing uh, the it was the move was so sudden that they had to stop and slow things down to allow the uh, the hedge funds to recalibrate. Right. Who the fuck, fuck is stopping things to allow us to fucking recalibrate? Right. That's like calling a timeout and being like, oh, wait, I said timeout. It's like, no, man, the ref said it wasn't a, it wasn't a timeout. Yo, fuck out of with all that thievery shit. Like, honestly, if people are losing their <laughs> life savings, like you should <laughs> fuck out of with that thievery, shit, man. Bro. You fucking out of here stealing people, man. You stealing shit, and you guys are being obvious about it, yo. Honestly, if if anybody can lose their life savings and they're gonna cry about it, and somebody's you know somebody's kids not gonna go to college because they, you know, they invested, and you know this shit should be illegal. There has to be illegal. It's a, it a group is illegal. of hedge fund people. They broke the law, like you said. Whenever you have like Ted Cruz and AOC agreeing about some shit. No, that's another story for another day. She basically said, yeah, she said, yo, you want, she's like, yeah, that's fine. I just won't work with people who try to kill me like you, fam. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, it's but, true. But even when it comes back to that, like when you get both of these people agreeing on some shit, saying like, yo, that's illegal. That's illegal. Like it, it, there's no, oh, nah, nah, your, your homie, the, the far right and the far left, all right, both said, that's illegal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So at that point, <laughs> there's no space because there that's where it ends on both sides. So it's, yeah, it's crazy that that's... that that's that's what happened. And 
you know, it, it just goes to show, man. It's like sometimes it, it's, it's not about if we can do it. It's about showing the world and, and, and like almost revolting to show like, yo, we can do it. They're just controlling it in a way where they're really, it proved to everybody like, yo, there isn't an even playing field. Look at this. Right. When it comes to Wall Street, nah, only the, there's only a, a certain a certain amount of people uh, who qualifies for this game. And if you're not, nah, it's exclusive. And it's and it's bullshit because it's not supposed to be that way. Exactly. And for and for those people that don't know, the biggest reason, oh, but why would they drive the price up? What's the big reason? So when you short these, the, all these hedge funds shorted GameStop. So when you short a company, um, and the fucking price goes up. Then you have to fucking you, the you start going in the negative. Yeah, isn't so, it short? Isn't it a short more like um you borrow a certain type of money at like let's say like five dollars, but if you if you basically short it, you can say like all right, well the stock right now is at like three dollars. Here's three dollars of my loan, right? Isn't no, 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 like right, right, right. But basically, and that's how they make their money, right? But when you do this and you um for example when they, they make their money because it's going, they're shorting it and it's going down. You understand? Because they also bet it on that too. They, that, that's the bet. The bet is the short. That's what I'm saying. They're, mm-hmm. when they, the moment they buy however many shares and they short however many shares at a certain price, that's their bet. So they put that bet in. So, But now when the price goes down, they're making money because their bet is becoming true. But when the price goes up, they're going in the negative. They're going down. And a lot of these people, they trade, they don't trade on cash, right? Because if you trade on cash, the contract just go, the everything just goes to zero and you're fucking broke now. You know? Mm-hmm. The issue here is that the, the higher the thing goes up since they trade on margin, which is like loaned cash, right? The higher it goes up in price of share. Now they're going into the negative. So they like they can owe 500 million. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So now these guys <laughs> are like stressed, yo. <laughs> so now these guys are like, let's get this shit as high as fucking possible and keep it there as, as long as we can so that they have no other choice but to fucking be in debt. These uh, the, the numbers were crazy. Like, I think somebody lost. It was like they were negative 50, like the, one of these hedge funds was like negative 50%. That's crazy. You know how many billions of dollars that is? <laughs> Unreal, man. But yo, you so they need a drink. I need a drink. You need a drink. Everyone needs a fucking drink. And, and we went maybe a little bit too technical on the fucking stock, but it was a yo, big deal. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. And it kind of happened. And, and at the same time, it's something that I, 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 I'm into and I know about so we're gonna get into the specifics and hopefully hopefully I said some things that uh are gonna help you guys out and and you know start your journey in investing. Facts, blackout theory, man. Sometimes we talk about money. Most of the time we talk about money, other times we're talking about behaviors and how to, you know, get better. Cause we all go through it. Everybody, everybody goes through the certain behaviors that they have to, you know, nick in the bud and you know, and just everybody goes through it. So this is what we we all we all going through it together. So definitely, man. So my guy, the figs, the Don Dada, let me know what are we drinking, brother? Yo, this week we're going with absolute vodka. Going with the 
Vodka, absolutamente. Absolute vodka. French wheat vodka coming from Sweden. Um, I like this company. I think, you know, they, they, they made their, they made their company very, um, superior in, in the, you know, in the seventies and the eighties with their campaign. Uh, so Stolenaya was one of the vodkas that was up there with the campaign. They started it, oh, well, Smirnoff, excuse me, started the campaign. Um, and then Absolute just kind of basically took it over. Um, and they started doing that by placing it in like advertisement and TVs and radios and, you know, they, they did things like their own bottles is like, it's like a med it's like design as like a medicine, um, a medicine bottle that they had. Um, and they also, one thing I do like about this, uh, company is that they still doing it the same way that they were doing it before. So they're sourcing the same wheat from a certain type of place. Uh, they're distilling it at, in a certain type of place, uh, same temperature, same water, and they've been doing it for so, you know, for so long that way. And a lot of thing about vodka is that it's distilled to its purest form. Uh, sometimes it's basically, you know, you have to distill it a few times um, to get it as strong as 96% uh, alcohol. Um, and then you cut it down with some water and then they use that smooth sweetened water and it comes out to be as smooth and what you get in a bottle. So uh, the pure quality after so many years um, is pretty much still the same and it's growing with, with, with the country it is. I think this is the, as the business, um, this, this vodka is pretty good. I mean, it's, um, it started with pepper vodka, um, uh, when, uh, Stolenaya started their, um, their flavor vodkas. Um, and then they took it over with their, with their form of citrus vodka with, um, citron. You guys probably know about absolute citron and, um, it's pretty much, honestly, when it comes to taste, I don't really taste much in vodka to be real with you. Um, they all basically, you know, burns the same. Well, some, some of them are a little smoother. Um, and some of them give you a little bit of, you know, soft tones and small notes. Uh, this one is, you know, cold, you know, having it cold as a shot, like the Russian way. That's the way I'll take it. But it's, it's actually pretty good. I can't complain. Um, and this is a very progressive co company. They've been, um, they had their bottles uh, designed for the LGBT Q, uh, community for a, a, a certain allocation. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, overall, I think the brand, the, the alcohol, I give it a solid eight. This just represents, um, it's sourced very well, represents their own country very well. Man, I'm going to be real with you, man. This shit is hot. Yeah. Like, Vodka. yeah, but it's, I don't know, man. There's a, there's a little, there's like a chemical there. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not really feeling I, I, like this is cool. Maybe I got to do like an orange juice and, you know, but also the thing is sometimes, you know, I feel like these things taste it because this doesn't taste, it doesn't have the taste of like a gray goose. No, you're probably right. It's probably, it's different for sure. It's different. It's, um, it's wheat. And I, I believe uh, Grey Goose is as well. Um, but the thing, um, but the thing about this, sometimes with vodka, you have to drink it ice cold. And maybe with friend, with um, Grey Goose is not that way. But honestly, it's, it, the the original way to drink vodka, like the Russians do, is to leave it in the freezer and take shots of it like an, an aggressive amount of times. They're like drunk before the the hors d'oeuvres come out, you know. But um, but yeah, it, it could be it could be hot, but like I said, vodka sometimes it's really not like unless it's cold or in a cocktail, it's pretty much where you want to drink it or with diluted with club soda or cranberry. Um, it'll all taste the same at some point.
But by itself, it probably does. There probably is a difference between Grey Goose and Absolute. Definitely. Um, man, I didn't know. I'm going to be real with you, man. Um, when I kind of started doing um, the little research for this, I thought I didn't think I was going to find what I found. So we have uh, Absolute, right? So yep. the a- Absolute is a, a subsidiary of uh, Pernod Ricard. Yep. So, um, which which is which one? I I I felt like I knew, but I didn't know. And then I go, and then this one I didn't know. I didn't know that another subsidiary of Pernod Ricard is Chivas. Mm-hmm. So that call, I was like, oh. And then I went down to to brands because you know that they that they also own. And then you got a hundred pipers. You got Glenn Levitt, Jameson. You have Red Breast, Royal Salute, Royal Stag, Absolute. And I'm just saying the ones that, you know, more than likely are the are the, the, the ones that the commons, you know. And uh and just a, a an immense just uh Pierre Jouet. Everybody knows that one. Um let me see, Tia Maria Lacour, Valentine's, Scotch Whiskey. Zoco, Montilla Rum, Jacobs Creek, it's a wine, Havana Club, rum. So we, we have a we have a, a good uh, array of, of of brands that they own. And then I go and I see and I go, man, uh, you know, we've done a couple of companies already, usually privately owned. Nah, man, these guys are on the market, man. $38.63, man. P-D-R-D-Y. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Pernod Ricard, it's a, it's a public company. Public company? So it's Diageo. Definitely Diageo, but this guy, they, I don't know. They just kind of just caught me. So look at that. We're, we're all learning together. Um, Pernod Ricard. And, and check, check, check out what they have, you know? It might not be a buy. It might not, um, you know, it might be a hold. Right now, I'm, I'm seeing an analyst rating of uh, over, you know. So it's not a, it's between hold and buy. So check it out. Do your own due diligence, but pretty cool, man. Yeah. And and cheers, man. It's not too bad, yo. I got this shit from the freezer from like a day ago. So Oof. it's like ice cold. It almost tastes like water. Maybe that's that's the thing. I just got I just got it, and we're doing the Zoom, people. Man, it's it's snowing. Come on, give us a yeah, it's give us a break. Winter's here this week. Winter was here. <laughs> it wasn't sure. coming. It, it was like yo, toyaki, <laughs> So yo, this has cold. Like you remember when the white walkers are out there, and you see nothing but ice cold, and they breathe. It's like that today. In the last two days, it's been un, unreal. And like honestly, yo, I have I don't know about your car situation, yo, but I'm afraid to go look at my car. I my the way I look at it, it's just like one day the sun's gonna come out, right? <laughs> and that's it. Um, I looked at you. Have you looked at the temperature, bro? I mean, for the, the forecast for the week? No, I didn't look at the temperature because I woke up on Monday, looked at the temperature, and went down to where it said said feels like because uh-huh. it's like that's what I really care about. Don't talk to me because I didn't know that years ago. I found that out maybe like five years ago. Where I was like, oh, there's a feels like. 
because it's mm. like I don't care what the temperature is. Tell me what it feels like. That's what I really right. give a fuck about. I used to remember and, when News 12 used to tell you like what kind of shit you should come out with. Like feels like you're going to be like a, a, a heavy jacket or a light yeah. sweater or a hoodie. I used to love that. I'm like, I right, bet. And I used to that's how I used to get ready for school. <laughs> like, all right, I like hoodie. Doma. But. Bro, it said feels like negative six. I was like, yo, I'm good for the week. <laughs> I ain't going outside. I'm straight. We we get everything delivered to the crib anyways. We straight. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm like, you know what? I'm about to be here stuck for a cool till Monday. If I need to go anywhere, yo, fam, I need a ride. You know, like, I'm going to sit this week out. My car's going to sit this week out, you know? Like, I'm not, I don't got no shovel. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I thought it was going to be a joke. <laughs> Got no type of shovel. I'm not trying to ask the vecino for no shovel either. Oh, definitely not. I'm going to just chill. I'm going to keep it cool. Speaking of keeping it cool, we have uh, Black Lives Matter movement getting nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's that's positive. I think I think that movement was, was, you know, for the most part, very positive for the, for, for a culture, and what it did and, and you know made some changes happen and you know when the changes that we you know the changes that everybody um is looking for isn't going to happen overnight it's a lot more work to be done but this is good to see i think that they deserve that i think their message their overall message um is good for the culture and um obviously you're going to have your bad apples in every in every group and every you know side you're going to be on so um but well, honestly, they're getting it's good they're getting nominated. So let's see what happens, man. Because for a moment here, I thought they got it, you know? Yeah. So then I'm like, wait, nominated. So I'm like, oh, shit. Then. So this is going to be a big deal. Like, let's see who else is getting nominated. Because if it's some guy that pins the fucking piano, you know, then it's, <laughs> then I don't fucking know. You tell me. Now, shout out to Black Lives Matter and the movement. Because people was, got, like, all types of people got the Nobel Peace Prize, right? Yeah, I mean, people that do like special shit, like Albert Einstein, uh, Gandhi, Obama. But I feel like musicians have got it before. Yeah, I think John has John. I think John Legend and Common has got one, yo. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you feel me? Like, at that point, we gotta. (laughs) I want you know. This we always paying attention to who wins the Oscar or who wins the the Grammy. This is what I want to see. Who they gonna? It's gonna be some explaining to do if like some you know the 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 piano guy wins like it's it's a music if a musician wins then I don't know you know yeah like and if it's a scientist people are gonna want to see like what did you what's your science bro like <laughs> what what are you doing so you imagine Black Lives Matter or like the chemists that made uh the virus I mean the the vaccines we don't know. Oh, that's a big one. We don't know. But at the end of the day, they should be nominated. So shout out to the Black Lives Matter. Imagine they nominate uh, Fauci. Oh, Fauci, yeah. I'm going to have to. He, yo, he had to work, man. You can see you can see, you can see him right now. He got a nice little smile on his face. He, he looks like he's waking up to work. And he's like, wow, no stress, man. The boss that I needed out, man. There's no more. There's no more dickhead as the boss no more, man. He's just like, freely. He got a little pep in his step, like people say. He's walking around giving the finger guns and shit. <laughs> papa, papa, what's up, man? My man is my man. He even looks younger, man. 
Shout out to Fauci, man. Yo, bef- shout out to Fauci. And before we go any 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 longer in this, shout out to fucking Bad Bunny. Facts, yo. Yo, Bad fucking Bunny, bro. This man, not only is he out here breaking just music records, because everybody wants to put him in the, the Latino box. Nah, music. Be mad at it if you want to, but it's just music in general. He's breaking everything when it comes to the records. He had the Booker T in the video, Snoop in the video, Stone Cold, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out, the fucking trucks. And now he came out in the Royal Rumble, bro. Doing the frog splash over the top turnbuckle. Yeah. Nah, that, the, yo, he's living his dreams, yo. That's It was fantastic to see, man. Hell yeah, man. And, and it shows everybody like, yo, it's getting a lot of people back into, into wrestling and stuff, you know? So that's cool in itself, man. You know, sometimes yeah. people have a stress day. Sometimes people just, you know, they, they look for something uh, to maybe distract them or maybe f- make them feel straight, you know, good for a minute. So th- to be able to, you know, uh, turn on a wrestling match or sports or whatever, or play some music, whatever your thing is, you know, shout outs to that. Thanks, yo. My man's been doing it, yo. This, this, is, this is, you know, to show up in two little moñitos and out there with, you know, jumping and Frog splashing, yo, and also performing, yo, to to be a Latin artist to perform in the WWE Royal Rumble, big deal, man. Shout out to Bad Bunny, yo. For sure, man. Shout out to 100% from Blackout Theory. And while we t- while we talking about the Latino community, can you guys believe the whites? The whites came <laughs> oh, and took shit. the vaccine, bro. Oh no, what happened? Yo, so tell me the armory on in Washington Heights, which is you know, Washington Heights is very gentrified, but that's not the point of the story. So uh, basically maybe that is the point of the story. No, but it wasn't, but peep. So basically that armory had so many vaccines, right? And they're supposed to go to the people in the community, right? So all the whites got into the into the line first from all parts of New York City. So they were they were they were just hip. And you know, they were hip, they were out there looking where the vaccines are. But apparently they took, you know, people from New York City, all parts of New York City, went straight to the Heights, got the vaccines before the before the Ipanos even knew what was happening. But that's whose fault is that? And this is just me. I want my people to have the vaccine. Let me start off by this. But this is this is just my thing. Like, who who did this? Complex? This is, you get what I'm saying? Like, this is... I don't know how to feel about this headline. The whites, man. Like, where, where were there people from the neighborhood? Nah, it said it, it, it came, it, it were white people from other parts of the city. So they weren't from like the they gentrified weren't from Washington, the Heights. Washington Heights oh, then section. Them. Then fuck these people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> then fuck these people. The thing is that you did, look, I try to look for the truth. And not, not, nothing against complex. It's just that they sometimes their headlines are a little, they reach, you know? So it just, I'm like, yo, you did say it's a gentrified area. And then it's like, oh, they showed up and they got it. And then by the time the, the, the you know, Latinos came, what? They ain't have it no more. So like, I got to hear more about this, you know? Because I've definitely yeah. been late to doctor's appointments you know, and they've definitely put in a uh, Mr. Johnson or, 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 you know, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Smith or Mrs. Yeah. Mr. Smith. And, and, you know, 
whatever uh, Jewish last name in front of me. And I'm like, yo, we're three o'clock. And it's like, fam, but you, it's 315. He got here at 2.45. So it's his turn. That's crazy to think that that the uh, the black people time really killed you. Fam, all I'm saying is that's why it's really important for us to go to our homes and get your moms a fucking Apple Watch. Get your mom's, <laughs> like, for real, yo. Get your mom's an Apple Watch. Get, get her, like, a fucking Twitter and be like, yo, I follow Nuvision, follow this, follow that, follow all the news outlets and have her just, like, scroll through that shit and just be like, look, ma, don't talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, like, treat her like a child. <laughs> like, don't be talking to no strangers. But you could fucking look at the news. Make her a gram. Just let her live her life. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, yeah. Get her informed. Cause if she would have been maybe if if she would have been following the the Washington Heights, whatever Twitter, it would have fucking said poop on her little iWatch and they'll learn, yo, they got the vaccines. And you know how we are. The moment we know, we're gonna pick up the phone and the whole family gonna know that they got the vaccines. So everybody gonna go together. So but that's the thing, man. We gotta, we gotta be. We can't be last. Of the, what type of shit is that? <laughs> how we got, how we got something in our own neighborhood, and we, we the last to know. People from other neighborhoods know and then come. They shouldn't even that's have the, the time to come from Brooklyn. By the time they came from Brooklyn, right. they should have already been like four hundred grandmas with little carts, just, just boom, taking spots, just reserving the spots. But you know, you don't know. Maybe, maybe the Hispanic community are, you know, in that community are very, you know, they don't want to take the vaccines. Or maybe they don't fucking want it. Think yeah. about that. Good point. Yeah. Maybe they don't fucking want your vaccines. Don't fucking print this headline. Then this is still misinformation. Let's just say so Latino people- neighborhood l- lets white New Yorkers take vaccines because they don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, let's shout out to uh, my man. Um, um, it's gonna be tough, man, for a lot of us. Screech, man, my man passed away dealing with uh, cancer at the age of 44. Man, another another person dying, you know, so young, man. Big transition, bro. Big I know, transition. That was that was, that was big. Nah, um, yeah, a hundred percent, man. Um, you know what, man? This I was I was a little bit um confused about this. I I feel like some like this dude, man. I I don't know. I feel like when he got older, something about him, you know, um, like I feel like eh? like nah, I feel like he wasn't appreciated enough, you know. Like. Like, I, yeah, I remember him being, like, a little older and, and having, like, and and obviously, rest in peace, this has nothing to do with, with cancer. Anybody could fucking get cancer. But what I'm trying to say is just it, it makes me feel weird because it's, like, I guess I would have felt a little bit better if it was, like, yo, he got his, he got his just due. It wasn't just about when he was a kid. Like, I feel like afterwards, I used to see him on, like, like these weird shows or whatever just kind of popping in as a guest or whatever, like he really, I never really saw him in anything after that. So that's kind of, kind of sucks. Cause you're like, damn, man, this guy had this big role 
and then and then look how everything played out like it's, it, it sucked you know so it was a bit a bit confusing because like man you know um i don't know i guess i just expected you know like you know the karate kid guy got a fucking series again you know i don't know yeah but i mean a lot of childhood stars never really get the limelight like think about macaulay clocking you know He's never been able to get anything else after Macaulay Home what? Alone. Macaulay Clockin, <laughs> whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't even know how to say his name either, bro. That shit is crazy, right? Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Macaulay Clockin, Culkin. Whatever, bro. Him. Home Alone boy. Yeah, he's never been able to get anything out of that. I mean, you also have, you know, even like Zach from Saved by the Bell. He he got a few parts here and there, but he was never Zach, you know. Like, you know, luckily the only people that made it out was like Will Smith. That's was true. A child star. That's very true, man. But then it goes to show, like, man, let these fucking people fucking host a game show, man. Steve Harvey gives one of these fucking people a break. You guys, <laughs> you, you're fucking on every show, man. Every fucking Family Feud, every fucking thing is you. Don't he, had, he he also has he has a podcast and a radio station, bro. Yeah, like what the <laughs> yeah. fuck, bro? Let let some of these fucking child guys do something, yo, man. How much did you do? You have to say, bro. Let these motherfuckers, yo, get these all these girls off a of what is it, deal or no deal, and let these some of these fucking childhood stars fucking hold the briefcases. What's right. in briefcase number four? You know, guy from from the Red Ranger. From Power Rangers, what's up? What's good with you? Nah, man, it's morphing time. Seven thousand dollars <laughs> in the fucking case. Give these motherfuckers jobs, man. This shit is whack. These they use them and then they throw them away. The fuck? Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Screech. Rest in you know, peace, American man. Do you right? And you know, at the end of the day, you was a legend in, in, in the culture. Yeah, baby, respect. And you know what? Shit like that, it, it bothers me because it's like, damn, we're going to say he's a legend in the culture. But it was like, yo, another case of like, yo, if you see one of these guys in the street, like, you, if you see the dude that, that, that plays Steve Urkel, like, be like, yo, what's good, fam? Like, give him love. Like, yeah. you know, like, don't wait until some shit happens. And then we're like, yo, fucking whoever, you know, whoa, legend. It's like, nah, bro. That shit's whack, cause we ain't give this man guy. We we ain't, let's keep it a stack. We we should have did better by him, man. No, true, but he was a legend because I mean, shit. From when I was young in middle school to high school, I was watching, you know, Saved by the Bell in the morning. Um, Facts. Every morning, and it was always on in the morning and the nights. So it was, you know, it was it was lit. So in 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 some ways, if you if you're on my TV as a childhood. And my as part of my childhood, you're a legend. You know what I mean? Will Smith, even Carlton. Carlton don't get no love. You got him dancing Yo, out here for him to get some limelight, man. Yeah, fucking. I think he he was on America's Funniest Home Videos now, right? That's his that's his vibe now. That's his is that, thing. Is, is that his thing? Yeah, but I, I, I didn't I was, know that. I feel like that's like who really gives a fuck about America's like like you know what they gotta do something with America's Funniest Home. That used to be the shit when we was kids, and I don't I don't know. I'm not. They, they need a revamp. <laughs> Yo, if you know any other producers from America's Funniest Home Videos, tell them to holler at me. I got some ideas. Like, what are you guys doing over here? They got fucking Rob Deirdre fucking whooping their ass. All right. Fucking ridiculousness. Facts. Everybody watches that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about America's Funny Home Video. All right. Facts. And, he, and Rob, is and Rob Deirdre is not even fucking giving out money. 
He don't even have regular people on his show. He's like, <laughs> yo, don't even send your videos. He has the fucking message in the show. Do not send your video. MTV will not open them or view them. Fuck out of here. He's like, yo. Their own shit. American Funny Home Video giving you a family. They doing some funny shit. They giving money out. There's prizes. It's, it's a feel good thing. And they still don't get no burn. They got to figure it the fuck out over there. Who was that? Disney? Come on. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, Disney doing some good shit with their stock, though. 170 and something, bro. But, man, yeah, man. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, Screech, man. Also, The weekend out here putting $7 million of his own money into his own performance. You mentioned earlier that, you know, a lot of, a lot of performers do this. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have to do this, you know, because it's like that that's fucked up that they put them in this, this this position, though, like because it's like, yo, you know, number one, they're not really getting paid by doing this shit, you know, they're not getting paid at all. Exactly. And then they doing this just pretty much to because they know it's a big deal. Number one is like an honor to do it. And it solidifies that you were like an artist at that time, like a big mm-hmm. deal. You know, he's like, yo. Now, homie did the Super Bowl like that's like, you know, we could go down the list of everybody who's done the Super Bowl, but everybody knows it's like even people that don't care about the Super Bowl, they want they'd be like, yo, who's performing? You know, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like this is the one time where like, you know, the shorty, the wife, you know, the 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 lady friend, they go that they, they have something to look forward to in the game when there's a game, nobody, you know. Sometimes they don't they don't know what's going on. They're just there, you know, cooking and and being all nice, drinking with the boys, but they don't know what the hell's going on in the game. Now they'd be like, all right, what's that halftime look like? You know, who's performing? You know, last year J Lo was like, wasn't she like well not last well, yeah, last year. Uh she she was uh no, not last year. Was it 2019 before when J Lo came out? I don't know, bro. I, I don't really ever pay. I, I I never feel like any of those shows are like dope. I always think that them shits is weird. And then they usually end up mixing like two people that shouldn't be together. Like they always bring out like a guest that is like some some like some some weird shit. Like, you know, like like, um, like uh, Maroon 5. and Yeah, that. like some shit that don't go together. And I, yeah. I'm like, yo, I don't I want no parts of this shit. Like, I just want to see the game. So that's just me. That's the time I take to, I use it like a, a halftime at a game. Like, I go to the bathroom, I get another beer, you know, I eat, you know. I'm like, oh, we talk about the games, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe going to another TV to see the highlights of the game, what happened, what, are, what, what plays are they running on these guys? You know, I'm going crazy. I don't care about that. But the funny part is I don't, I don't know what that even feels like because you know that I over here we 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 know sports like it's different. I don't I don't know what the, the shorty not knowing what the sports is about. That's not the life I live. Man, shout out to the weekend, man. Seven million dollars <laughs> your own money. People people are gonna look forward to this to this uh to this to this halftime show and don't don't no, no, don't don't be pessimistic like Elvin, okay? Don't take his don't take away his shine, all right, bro. My man's put up seven million dollars. Just say, yo, I don't watch that shit, bro. Fuck a show. <laughs> I'm here for the game. <laughs> Fuck the weekend. I'm here for today. 
No, nah, man. I, all I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm, all I'm saying is that, you know, um, everybody the fucking when Katy Perry did her shit, she had the fucking like moving the the. It was like dogs or 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 puppies just fucking in the sky. It was crazy. It was just some Transformers shit, robots everywhere. She had somebody paid for that. The NFL didn't pay for that shit. So it's like because in their view, it's like, yo, we'll give you a stage. We'll got you with the fireworks. <laughs> like, you know, like other than that, you know, we got you some dancers. We got you what like. But if you want to bring out you want to come down in a fighter jet, that's on you, bro. So he's probably going to do some fire shit. So you got to go on his back for it. I don't think you know, he, been I don't think he though? should. But I think that the the NFL should be like, yo, here's 20 mil. Do whatever you want. You know, it would be extra fire if he took that $7 million and did something extra productive this year. And be like, yo, $7 million. Yo, let's feed fucking people my own, my, my, my country. I mean, he, he might he tell $7 million you. to spend on fucking whatever you're going to do to be creative, to put yourself hotter. He bro, might. you're the weekend. You're one of the biggest superstars already. What do you need this for, bro? I would have been like, fuck he the might, Super Bowl. He, he might say, yo, these $7 million is going to make me 70. And then I'll take another out of that 70. I'll take more and give it. Who knows? He might not even say that. <laughs> like, I'm going to make that 70. And I'm going to get a surgery all over my face for real, though. <laughs> yo, nah, man. But yeah, man, great opportunity, man. And $7 million, yeah, I think the NFL should fucking pay that shit. That's a lot of money, man. And and if you do have seven M's to make a cool show for 15 minutes, then you should have seven M's for like like Fig says to to do something somewhere. Like Yeah, man. Raise awareness. You know, you're from Ethiopia, bro. There's a lot of would be a there, dope, man. dope if you was to take seven million dollars and just bring out mad kids and just fucking give them bags of cash while you sing. I love that. That's fire. Yeah, and for for all we know, that's probably what he has going plan. You know, that's probably what he has. If planned. he does Who that shit, us? yo, big big ups. But yo, yo, take seven M's. You know what? That's for for one of you you artists out there. That's that's what you should do in the Super Bowl. You should come out and you should just start singing and giving kids bags of cash. Where are these kids from? They're from all over the world. They're poor kids from all over the world. We're just here giving them money. And scholarships. And that's what I did with my budget. Fuck all of you. Yep. And take that $300 you just collected from, from, from getting in the air and invest that shit into GameStop. But wait, hold on. You can't because they probably they restricted that shit. Fuck Robin Hood. <laughs> that ass, man. Fuck Robin Hood, man. But thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening every week. You got, you got us for 18th time. And we got... 9,000 extra plus infinity more. Let's go. Blackout there is your boy, Chris Fix signing out. Holla at it. Definitely, man. Blackout Theory. This is your boy, Els, in the building. You already know. Thank you for tuning in once again. One. Holla. <laughs>